Hello, welcome to another episode of Unpacking Neuroqueerness. This is your host, George Muniz Gunn. Today, I wanted to talk about why gatherings can be overwhelming for a lot of autistic people, including myself. So, you see, we one of these reasons, at least for me, is um, I have sensory processing differences. And um, so I do get overwhelmed sometimes um, when there's too many people talking at once and I can't quite follow, um, maybe not like at the exact same time, but they're like talking like conversations in big groups. It's kind of not only is it like kind of overwhelming for me. Um, just like all the stimuli, like everything that's going on sensory wise during like an interaction with a lot of people at the same time, but it's also, I don't know, thing like, I don't know when it's my turn to speak. I don't know, like, I feel, I find myself like, constantly like trying to find an opening to say something and wondering if it makes sense um you know if uh and this now you know it goes into a, a little bit of like rejection sensitive dysphoria which is like being misunderstood and uh, misjudged by society um throughout my life and, you know, this, 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 my life and the, you know, with other autistic folks throughout their lives as well, you know, we were misjudged and misinterpreted so much that we become very self-conscious about everything about how we're coming across in an interaction. And I myself, for example, tend to play interactions over and over in my head long after they're, they're done. Um, just cause I keep wondering and worrying about if I came across the right way, if I, if what I said made sense to people, if they were judging me, you know, for whatever reason, for whatever behavior, for whatever thing that I did or whatever way that I presented. Um, so Essentially, that is like some of what go, and this relates a little bit to masking as well, which is something I talked about at more length in episode six. Um, but that's essentially some of what happens inside our brains when we are in big social gatherings. So the reason this can be challenging for us is. Well, you know, there's sometimes we feel pressured, like we have, you know, we might be, we might have a certain group of, of friends or, or neighbors or whoever, and there'll be these group gatherings and we'll feel pressured to attend, um, or, you know, because if we don't attend, we're perceived as, like, not liking the people that are um, inviting us. Um, 
But what it really is, is we get overwhelmed in large group situations. Like for me, like for example, I do a lot better. So I don't speak for everyone. You know, I just like to reiterate that. But a lot of us feel this way. And I personally feel a lot better in small gatherings. Like if, because like, if, if I want to, literally, if I want to spend time with someone, I want, I really want to talk to them one-on-one. Because I feel like for me, that's the best way of having quality time with someone is when it's just you and them, you know, just me and them in this case. And you're, you know, able to connect a lot more with that person in those moments rather than during a large group setting where you have multiple people talking at the same time, multiple conversations about different things. And it's really hard not only to figure out, you know, I'm talking about for neurodistinct people and not, you know, not necessarily just neurodistinct people, but it happens a lot with neurodistinct people where you're just trying to figure out the whole time where what where can I fit in this conversation? What can I say? Like, how do I, you know, you're just trying to study how to fit into the conversation. And, you know, you're not able to actually connect with people. So it's interesting, you know, because for a lot of people, um, particularly non-autistic people, big social gatherings are like their way of connecting with multiple people. And I can honor and respect that. Um, Like that's their preference. But for me, I need more, you know, one-on-one heart-to-heart moments. Sorry, I just had a little coughing episode, so I had to pause, but I'm okay now. Uh, Anyways, I prefer these more intimate um, gatherings where it's just me, you, and maybe one or maybe two other people. Because I feel that's where the true connection, for me really really happens like for me and a lot of other neurodistinct people we we don't like big gatherings and it's nothing against the people that are inviting us and people don't seem to understand it's not like we don't like the folks that are at the gathering it's that we it's too much for us to handle not just sensory wise but also in terms of like all these people talking at the same time. When is my time to talk? And if you're not, if you don't also, if I don't, me personally, if I don't know a lot of these people, even if they seem like nice people, I'm going to have a hard time just jumping in and, you know, having conversation with them. Um, that's just the reality of how it is for me and how my brain works and how it is for a lot of other neurodistinct folks too. So anyways, I know this episode was a little bit, you know, 
um, little all over the place, but that's how, how I, how my style of podcasting is sometimes, so that's okay, I'm, I'm learning to be kinder to myself, um, as well, so, um, I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll see you next time.